what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm delighted to be joined by Wild Thing, Nick Davey. Wild Thing. Dun, dun, dun. Good evening. It does suit them so well, that song. Now having the whole crowd singing, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no Lance this week. He's uh, he's feeling unwell, so I think he's hopefully he'll get better soon. So. <laughs> so how you doing, Steve? Yeah, no, I'm very well, very well, very hot, sunburnt, as we discussed, yes. as I said off air. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm all hot. I'm fully vaccinated now, so I'm right. very sore arm. I did, uh, it wasn't as bad as the first time. It was last the first time I felt like I had the flu, and it just knocked me out for a day. But I was all right. So I was a bit dozy Sunday morning, but yeah, I felt pretty much okay. Yeah, yeah. so I was dreading it because it was my niece's birthday on Sunday. We were having a garden party so oh, I feel like crap like I did last time it's not going to be a fun <laughs> day sitting with loads of screaming kids around me but yeah, <laughs> that's good but yeah went all well fully vaccinated and, fantastic yeah. well, <laughs> feels like you must feel yeah almost like that excitement that yeah it's almost well again we're almost we're almost over 15 yes. more it's all going well as I said is it the 15th he's going to tell us we can be free, or is it the twenty first? It's around then, isn't it? I think it's yeah, it's the twenty first of June. That's the Freedom Day, but I think yeah, we yeah. find out on the fifteenth or fourteenth. Yeah, yeah. So we've still got this Indian variant in the UK, so maybe fingers crossed it won't be too bad, and we can come out to be free. Because yeah, I went for the I went to the pub for the first time last week, and it was amazing. First time since September, and I had a lot of fun. Got it. United lost, but. It was an amazing penalty shootout. So because of that penalty shootout, I stayed out for two more pints. <laughs> and that kind of put, that pushed me over the edge, and I was pretty hungry over the next day. So <laughs> I'm, play, I'm blaming the extra time. It's <laughs> <laughs> easy I, thing I, to I, blame. I was, I was pretty all right. Yeah, I, I was feeling good. I was quite, quite tipsy. But then, yeah, I think just having them two, extra two pints just kind of pushed me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Easily done, isn't it? Yeah, and it stretches on that a little bit longer, but... No, yeah, I think you're right. It's just great to be doing stuff like that again, isn't it? I think you, it's the ones you really, the, the stuff you really do miss the most, almost in a weird way during during the lockdown. Because we made a pub crawl out of it. We went and we watched the first half in one pub, and then we walked to the other pub, <laughs> watched the second half. We went, oh, it's extra time. We'll go to the other pub. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's <laughs> right. All right, so before we get into our review of Double or Nothing, uh, Nick, how do we do in the predictions? <laughs> well, yeah, sadly for yourself, you're a bit more cut adrift. I actually didn't, I forgot to um, screenshot my, uh, well, or take a photo of my work laptop of the, uh, that's what, um, on the, of all the results. But me and Lance got 24 points each. You got 15 points. I think the ones where you went wrong were, um, yeah, I think it was, you, you thought wild things would, would win. Um, I think you also thought, um, uh, what was it? The, um, Oh, a go go would win. So that was that was the third one, and there was a. I think there's one more. Um, I think pinnacle. I thought pinnacle. Were gonna ah, pinnacle. Win. Yeah, the pinnacle. That was it. And I think there was. There might even be one more match. I think. Um, oh, no, I think it was just those three. And then obviously we we both went. All of us went wrong on the on the well the the, the battle royal. I think that caught a lot of people out. To be fair. Definitely. In defence of my picks, if I knew it was Memorial Weekend and it was the first show back, I may have predicted differently so, so I think they did um, they did mainly choose crowd favourites to win even if they'll face face or heel I think they wanted to finish the show with everyone singing Judas yeah and having the American dream not win on the Memorial weekend against the foreign menace wouldn't go down well in the, in the stadium I don't think so no so, yeah maybe if I knew, knew if I was American and I knew it was Memorial weekend <laughs> I, might, I might have picked differently so yeah but my pick should have won storyline story <laughs> wise my pick that, they're, the, they're the picks that should have won but 
No, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we're back with our review after a word from this week's sponsor, Bruch. Today's podcast is presented by Bruch. It is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With the powerful sonic technology, ultra-gentle bristles, and the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like having that feeling when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Hi, this is the asset Stephen Cross and you are listening to BBG, Broken But Glorious Wrestling. Right, so double on up and opened with Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. I thought this was a great opener. Two guys just giving everything. Fun. It was, yeah, it was, it was only like 10 minutes long, it felt. He's put so much into 10 minutes and it was amazing. It was, it's a great, great opener, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, well, already I will, not to, uh, yeah, not to sound at risk of not what I'm saying this, but uh, the pre show, I will give the pre show a oh. quick shout out in the sense yeah, that how I great the match I was. Watch. I I did because uh, I actually watched it live. So, um, yeah, probably my first pre-show I've watched since, I don't even know, <laughs> rest of, uh, probably the Royal Rumble maybe, I don't know. But, um, but it, I think that really helped this match in the sense that it was the first match effectively with a normal crowd. Um, so there was there was a lot of pressure on Rio and Serena Deep. And they, they, they just, I think with their match, they mastered all the basics, right? With having the heel dominate most of the match, having the face sort of add that little, or oh, they might, she might win and then eventually loses. But it was a fantastic sort of opening match to keep the crowd as electric as they were throughout. Um, I'll get into the, obviously the crowd. We know how brilliant they were. Fantastic crowd, but it set the pay, it set them up for this match sort of thing and for the show in general. And um, I think that helped. It helped the it helped the pre-show and it also helped this match. And um, yeah, really good. Yeah, I heard match. I heard the women's match was I heard the women's match was brilliant. So I just I didn't watch the pre-show. <laughs> no, I just thought I'd uh, quickly just give it a quick shout out and more <laughs> just more for the for both for the, for, the, for the two competitors. Fantastic, but also for the. For how brilliant the crowd! I know the crowd. It'll be a more of a overall thought of the show with the crowd, how great they were. But uh, I thought I'll just get that in earlier. It was just nice to. It was just nice to hear. Oh, just nice to hear just the wrestling crowd again. We haven't heard it since. <laughs> it was definitely. It was amazing. <laughs> well, I know we've had. It a was few a shame. More... It's, it's Serena Deeb. WWE just had her as a trainer. When you get see how she is now, just what a brilliant wrestler she is. It's, it's a shame they just had her as a trainer. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, and it. Is as well. It was just I know we've had a few watered down kind of sort of crowds where you could say like WrestleMania, great to have fans, but it's the watered down. AEW have done well of obviously having the fans, albeit in social distance and compliance ways, which is great. But it was just nice, wasn't it, just to have the the full crowd back again? And- <laughs> they famously fitted the crowd in everywhere they could. They had because Cody couldn't even have his usual entrance in the middle by himself. They just had the yeah. crowds on the stage as well. <laughs> exactly. When they said they're gonna have a full crowd, I wasn't expecting this to be yeah, let's fit as many people as we can in this building. <laughs> it looked amazing, yeah, it's amazing. So what did you think of uh, Page versus Cage? Yeah, well a really good opening match and um I think they kind of I think storyline wise they got it all absolutely spot on to a T one stating the, the obvious. It was great that Page won and got his win back. Um and I thought they and I thought they just got everything sort of right there with with the whole that we saw in AEW the week on Dynamite the week before with Page sort of saying that he doesn't want Team Taz to get involved. He was always telling Cage, oh, you, you don't need Team Taz to get involved. Let's have a good match. Mm-hmm. And it was quite cool when they did come out and having obviously the Taz touch on on commentary as well um, with Cage. And it was it was really as well nice, I think, when you do do a face or heel turn, how crowds react. And the crowd lost mm-hmm. their minds to this. They they really did favour of it. And it was nice to hear that crowd reaction as well of a face and heel turn. With, I know it wasn't a formal, it was more of a another setting of the sort of planting the seed. But um, yeah, the whole belt thrown back, just simple and extremely effective. And then led into the finish. It keeps Cage, I guess, looking strong. Uh, it wasn't obviously a, a proper clean sort of uh, defeat. But also, more importantly, it gives that, that win to Page. And... Um, Sets him up nicely, and uh, well, and yeah, I just think they got everything right with this match. 
Yeah, they say that Paige seems to be getting his, like, his head back on straight, and if they keep this, I can definitely see him be this, the challenger for Omega. If not at All Out, uh, Full Gear, is that the one after it? Yeah, you got uh, All Out. All Out is the start of September, and then Full Gear, the start of November. Um, I so think I maybe Christian Cage for All Out, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah, I still think Cage will be all out personally. I think, um, mm. I just think for that show as well, if you're going back to previous history, it's again Page sort of cutting his demons, so to speak, from the past, given that was when you could argue that's when the whole wobble started, when they lost the belts, him and Omega yeah, last year all out. So I just think that would make sense. He also lost to Jericho, didn't he, at the all out as well, 2019. So it would just make sense in that sense in my opinion for that way to to have the win there and um, that's not to say Kenny can't get the belt back but I just, I just think now as well now that we've got the uh, now we have got the fans back it would just be a, another sort of uh, I think a nice beautiful moment we saw how how invested they were in well in, with Paige winning as well I just think that would be a, a really good moment as well in, in a Chicago crowd no less as well yeah definitely <laughs> Then we had the tag team titles matches, Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston. And the energy stayed really high. And uh, it seemed to be like the Young Bucks were just doing their greatest hits. <laughs> they they all seemed to be allowed to have double team, but they wouldn't let Kingston and Moxley double team. But yeah, but I guess if you're the Young Bucks and you do have all these elaborate moves that need two of you in the ring a lot of the time, the referees do need to be a bit lenient on it. <laughs> But I thought, yeah, I thought it worked real, really well as they are now full on heels. But they did a lot of double teaming, and yeah, I think yeah, this match was, was a great, yeah, great two matches to start the show. I thought, yeah, terrific. Um, really hyped for this match before, and got even more hyped when Moxley and Kingston came out. Uh, this is yeah, I know. I think this is what part is that? Yeah, it just this, again seeing the how buzz the crowd was. I know, sorry, I sound like a broken record, and I probably will be saying that as we go on. But uh, it was just it was just fantastic. And I think Kingston, you could tell as well, looked proper buzzed for it as well. Um, I think that's the, the first time he's been in front of a crowd, isn't it? I think. Well, I, that's what we were saying. Uh, me and my mate watching it, we are. Be- didn't get brought. Didn't get brought in. He brought, didn't he answer an open challenge? It was only meant to make a one-off, but they got he went he got over so well. It's, yeah, I'm you're sure right. Oh, yeah, he's that, been in front of a crowd. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I think he came in during. Yeah, well, it would have been during because the TNT title's been throughout COVID and uh, the COVID era, so to speak. So yeah, that would have been. It would have been last. I think it was last summer between. I think it was between. Um, for it was between double or nothing and and um, and full. Uh, sorry, all out last year when he debuted. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think he he looked just so buzzed for it, and as did Moxley. And it it was always going to be a go. Whenever you've got young bucks in a tag team match, you're never going to be sort of shortchanged or anything like that. So it was a uh, it, 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 it was a really great match. Obviously, again, I'm not to uh, always go well, not to always just start comparing, but naturally, you always just do with when when you when you see great tag team, you always go, oh, it wasn't as good as the the the, the famous young bucks versus Omega and Page. Probably wasn't as good as no. the Young Bucks versus FTR. Probably not even as good as Young Bucks versus um, the um, not even as good as Young Bucks versus probably the Lucha the Lucha Bros as well. But uh, it, it 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 was great. It did everything I wanted it to do in, in storyline sense as well. And um, yeah, and it also yeah. got wild. It, it got my it changed my opinion on wild things as well. The thing, <laughs> the thing. <too. laughs> um, so the finish came and Mox received four. BTE triggers. Could this lead to like a concussion angle to fight him off TV? I've been looking for a reason to write him off. Potentially, I, I still think there'll there'll be a, a bigger spot. I think to write him off. I don't know whatever like it's a uh, an ambush backstage, an ambush on dynamite. I just think they, given the fact they wanted to clearly do that from um, uh, from from Revolution, I think we're going to be seeing a. A, a very big spot to get him written off TV. Purse That's my personal. I think personally, I think that's what mm. they would do. And I reckon we might even get a potential, yeah, I don't know, maybe a Kingston versus um, Omega match as well as part of that. Um, but um, yeah, I, 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 I was, I did pardon me throughout. This was the one I couldn't. I mean, what I was saying before them to my mate. I think most of the matches, I kind of knew what way they were going to go. 
uh, bar, I think two of them. Yeah. This was one I really didn't have a clue which way it would go. And made again, made it for a really fantastic viewing. Uh, I disagreed with another friend as well about it, whether it was match of the night. Um, I, I, it was my pretty my penultimate match of the night. And that's not trying to <laughs> give it any less credit because it really was a great match. And, <laughs> and, and it, again, it just makes me just love the Moxley-Kingston chemistry together. And... Yeah, and it make and it also just makes you hate the young bucks even more as well as part of the well as part of Callis's kind of stable. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, then we had the Casino Battle Royale. I didn't see that winner coming, <laughs> but that was a, it was a great surprise. Uh, we did mention how in objections how great it would be for Jungle Boys to win. But yeah, I didn't see that coming. I had Christian. Christian's going to win. Just seen that seemed to be the story they'll tell him. <laughs> so, but, um, with Jungle Boy, I think he's somebody who's ready to have a break, and it's been coming for quite a while, and it's great to see him going up to it. Look at like testing the waters in the main event level, because I don't, I can't see him beating Omega in two weeks, but I think he could have a really class match with him in two weeks, and it'll just raise the stock again. So I don't think anyone's thinking Jungle Boy's going to win the title in two weeks. Yeah, I think you, I think you're absolutely spot on there in the sense that it's it's great to see. Yeah, test is sort tip his toes in the water with the main event scene. Um, Jungle Boy, I'm, I've been a huge fan of since well since AW's begun, but in particular since his match with MJF last year. Well, at double, Quincy at double, and I think last year um, yeah, really double. impressed me as well. Given as well last year when we weren't when we were in that sort of the, the peak of of the pandemic and there was a certain no crowd in there whatsoever. Um, to put on a class match like that, I think took a lot. Well, it was, was even more impressive. So, um, since then I've been a huge fan, I think as well. Now he's got a very good theme tune as well, that the crowd can sing along to helps. Oh but, um, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I love it. But they're just a very likable bunch as well. And it, it was just, it sort of just was great as well. When like, then they, they were the whole of the Jurassic express came out at the end of nice feel good moments. And, um, but yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I surprised they were in the, in the Battle Royal. So, 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 well, at least surprised Luchasaurus wasn't in the... It must be shocking to get all this game on and he's not got a match. Just look, to dies here in the green. Yeah, because Mark Marco yeah, didn't come out in his gear, did he? He just came out. No. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so, he, I like, I like, a few I like guys came out like... Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any highlights from the Battle Royal you want to discuss? Um, yeah, well, I thought, um, well, yeah, as you said, it was just a very pleasant surprise of with Jungle Boy winning. Um, highlights, um, I, I did, um, I suppose the, the biggest highlight was the, uh, well, Leo Rush making his debut, but how? I wasn't, uh, yeah, I would never have gone for him as the wild card. I, I thought it was going to be somebody involved in the, the impact or the AAA tie in to the current st- storylines would have made more sense, but. It was a nice surprise. Rush. He didn't last very long, but it was just well. That's what I can get. It was a really poor bit of uh, yeah. Again, just to keep it a balanced review of this show. Uh, yeah, this was a bit poor. I thought like it just did. Yeah, it was a bit. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It came in great. It, 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 I think. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it is difficult for uh, you. Can't always like get the have the the Joker card to be like a, an amazing moment and you certainly can't have the joker card win every time but i think as well he would have been quite a good chemistry having him down come down to the final three with christian jungle boy and and him i think yeah. that would have been pretty good so yeah it just felt a bit daft um him coming out straight away and getting thrown out hopefully we might we potentially might see more of him um on AEW. um i think yeah there's certainly some good wrestlers he could have some, some matches with, especially maybe even to help build well, they've got the new show coming up in a few months' time, so they they probably want to get a few more wrestlers to 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 fill it, fill it, fill the time out. But um, yeah, it just felt yeah the whole sort of came in. Oh, it's nice to see Leo Rush, but then he was gone before you kind of knew it. Yeah, I think it, yeah, last probably about two minutes. Was it maybe? <laughs> it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, it was about the two. Yeah, yeah. It certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't yeah. a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I've heard mixed reports. Some saying that is just a one-off appearance for him because he's he's signed with New Japan at the moment. I've seen I've seen him on MLW and he's I've seen him in AAA. He's just all over the place. It's um, C, um, GCW, but I think he's like he's on New Japan Strong. The he's into the moment, so I'm not sure they're going to be seeing a lot of him. Maybe I'm not sure, but 
I've heard mixed reports. So, but I thought that um, the format of the Battle Royal is getting better. It's still a bit weird. They come out in groups, but it's better that they they kind of spread out the group, where they all have the individual entrances within the group. But it's it's getting there. I'm still. I'm still Hundred percent sold on the idea of groups. I just think the group is really pointless. But I guess they can't just call it a, a, a Royal Rumble. Can't they? So, it's getting there. So I watched, I watched the women's um, one from all the first all in. Yeah, it was on the buy in. Yeah, they had them all coming out in groups. That's just weird. They're coming out in groups. So it's getting better. They're figuring it out. Yeah, I've, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It is getting there, and I think it's just a good way though to get a lot of your talent on a pay per view. Um, and it's just like that's unique to AEW as well, isn't it? That you you, you do get this, but it's just it's nice though they're having a match that means something. You get a title opportunity, and a, it's a way to get, as you say, your talent on on a show. Um, and yeah, and it's not like it's just a random battle royal that you win a stupid trophy or something at the end. You at least you do get a legitimate title opportunity and it's a good way as you say to push probably well, this is done to perfection uh, a really surprising mm. moment gives jungle boy a, a huge opportunity as i said i don't i certainly don't think he'll win it against an omega in a few weeks time but uh certainly be a major match and if he can if he can have a a really good match with omega then i think all of the um all the people's hopes, I think, because everyone's everyone's got hopes that he will soon be. I mean, in the picture, he's obviously a very young wrestler. The future is bright for him, but I think this would just almost confirm confirm that sort of that we will that we are looking at a future main event wrestler. Jurassic Express came out celebrating Jungle Boy, and then I think Christian did a really good thing, giving showing the respect, shaking his hand, and say, "You go get that title, kid." That was a great moment as well. Yeah. Really nice touch. I think as well, though, it does set up your. Um, it, it does certainly set up the well, the, the, the future opportunities to turn Christian Hill. Um, mm. So you've always got that option as well to play around with, and it certainly does set that up as well for a potential. I'm not saying they need to do it right away, and I'm sure, I'm sure they won't, but at least you have got that to to, to potentially use further down the line. It's, it is quite, and again, it's, it's a surprising move because Jungle Boy's not even near the top five. In the rankings at the moment, top fives are Cassidy, Pack, Moxley, um, Darby Allen, and then Brian Cage at the moment. But I'm sure that'll be changed by the next time. The next time, and he's asked because it's not included this week. These results yet, but so yeah, so it's it's, it's a nice, it's nice, yeah, it's a nice way of getting somebody who's not up the peck and orders, give them a title match, and then yeah, as we said, tip his toe and see how the crowd reacts. Yeah, I think I think it's only going to make his stock grow, especially if he needs to win by cheating. <laughs> anyway, next we had uh, Anthony Agogo versus Cody Rhodes. So, um, so Cody's response to WWE calling um, blood and guts pushing the industry back thirty years is having an American versus the foreign heel storyline, <laughs> the evil foreigner storyline, which is. Pretty ridiculous, considering it's England versus the US. But uh, did you have you seen the boys? No, no, because it looked like Cody came out of the attire of a guy called Homelander in the boys. And Homelander, <laughs> if you imagine um, Captain America with Superman's powers, yeah, but he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so he embraces everything that the rest of the world really hates about America in him. Yeah, and he kind of he likes to be the hero. Everybody thinks of him as the hero, but he murders people, and he <laughs> like he'll go in and destroy the whole room, and then fire fire guns at himself. So it looks like they he got shot at first and stuff like that. Just really arsehole So I think him having this attire could psychological way of saying I know I'm turning heel, but he's going to be one of them heels who thinks he's doing the right thing. Like Homelander, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, this match was. I think, yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah, this was the sort of the weak point of the night, uh, and I felt like it kind uh, of did. Tri- it, triple Triple H started trending after this match because it's he was getting compared to Triple H. Not anything Triple oh. H was doing. <laughs> just, just everyone's, yeah, they're doing, yeah, anti Cody tweets and then hashtag and Triple H in it. Ooh, wow. 
Yeah, I, I think, yeah, this was the, kind of the weak point of the night. I think the crowd didn't really react with this match, which was a shame for us. I was, I was quite looking forward to it. And again, it was one of the matches. I didn't know which way it would go. Um, I think, I just think, yeah, she this one. A quick knockout for a go-go. That's, that's how the story's going. That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, that should have been. <laughs> Just to do it that you keep a guy looking strong, especially especially he's like the first like graduate of the the nightmare like training thing, um, academy or I don't know I don't know what they call it. So you think, um, yeah, the factory, yeah, the factory, well, the, yeah. the factory was kind of like, you, you obviously, yeah. You think, yeah, as he's like the first proper graduate, he doesn't have any previous wrestling experience. Type thing. He's only had two matches. He walked through their matches. A strong show, and against I don't, I'm not saying he didn't have a strong show. I thought he did some really good stuff. I had a great performance, but even in losing, he didn't lose to the crossroads. He, and when and at times it looked like uh, Cody was outboxing him, and <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think Anthony Gogo should have should have been a quick one-two knockout, and then. Yeah, it would have built the story better because he's beat all of the factory now. So where does the story go? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is a bit. I think that's what it is a bit sort of strange now. I know it does. It does. It has pretty concluded the feud. Um, again, the good thing about AEW pay per views is they don't drag on like we see of sort of WWE where you see match after match going on for like half the year on pay per views. So yeah. I think that's the positive note that it probably is over, and they probably I'm sure they'll go. And turn their attention to someone else, um, the factory. But yeah, it's, it, it's just a bit of a funny one. I, I personally was okay with Cody winning, but I just think the match itself just didn't really go as I hoped. It wasn't, it wasn't really a, a fantastic watch. Again, I do get a bit of a few, um, a few roads vibes out of this. I said this like last, like I've said this before on sort of, um, after dining, after pay-per-views with, with Cody, where he comes out of like a big kind of entourage and everything. It kind of feels a bit heelish, that sort of thing. So, um, mm. I've always got, kind of got that vibe, but, um, but yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see where, where kind of where both men go for now. Um, given that, well, one that will co given that, um, I suspect maybe Cody might, put himself in the TNT title picture again, given that with Miro, but, um, or potentially with that, I don't know, will, will, will Cody even further down the line, we are talking about Hilton, but he maybe joined Callister stable. Ooh, join the elite again. Very cool. I've heard some people saying he should start a new faction with, uh, oh, Scorpio and Ethan Allen, not Ethan Allen, Ethan, pa- Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that could work. I think they need just, uh, that, just, just have like like a proper like arsehole group. <laughs> that certainly could work. Yeah, I think that could give them a boost as well. Sky and, and Paige as well. Yeah, did you? Is the is the American Dream thing just was that just for this weekend? Or was it, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think carry on. cut it on it. Yeah, and he cut that on a promo. I think a couple of weeks ago where he said, "For one night only, I'm going to be the American Dream." <laughs> I think so. I didn't like his, his. I didn't like his entrance. It was like the son of a, plum, a son of a plumber, no, the grandson of a plumber, the son of a common man, and soon to be a father. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. the worst entrance ever. <laughs> yeah, a bit over the top. Yeah, it didn't say that for Ethan Page. who's just had a baby. Who's just had a baby? <laughs> yeah. For the next two matches, I'm going to have to admit I fell asleep. Um, I think I think the jab just made me tired, and yeah, I kept getting nods going, "Dad, wake up, Dad, wake up!" Yeah, so I haven't had a chance to go back and watch them, but I've heard both matches really cool. I heard Miro versus Archer was a good host battle, and it was brilliant seeing um, Rip Baker fight, um, beat Sheeta. But yeah, you might have to give your thoughts on this by yourself, unfortunately. <laughs> That's all right with the vaccine. So we say the vaccine turned heel. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate I blame, the heat. I blame the heat as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, you blame the, the heat. The heat turned here. The heat turned here as well. And I was slightly hungover from the night before as well. So yeah, everything was going. And, and, the, and the alcohol was turned here. So you were you were accusing the three British's three best baby faces, and they've all turned here <laughs> on you. <It's> just <laughs> that too much as. <laughs> That's fine. No, I thought um with the women's match again brilliant. Um, again, weirdly, 
more credit to Rio and Serena Deep. It probably wasn't even the best women's match of the night. But uh, again, yeah. that's not even, again, I don't want to start just comparing them, but uh, it was a really good women's match. Um, some really sort of, um, and I think this kind of, I felt a bit sorry for them because I think, as you said, the crowd kind of lost a bit of interest from the Cody match. This was the one they needed to try and get the crowd back and they kind of did. I think it was sort of, they were, they were, they were sort of reaching heights again. And, uh, but no, really enjoyable match. Some of the, obviously the close pinfalls. I was sort of, and I think this is when I was watching live. I think this was now Cole was taking its toll on me of how excited <laughs> I, I, I was sort of just the near pools. I think when you've had a few beers, the near pools, you react more to them after a few beers. And I was just, <laughs> I, I was really liking it. The close falls. I just really wanted, I was like, oh, please give, just bloody give Britt Baker the win. And yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they went through it. It really enjoyable match. She definitely deserves it. And again, like me and my mate were saying at the time watching it, it's you usually go when someone gets injured that it completely either stop starts their career, completely cocks it up altogether, or then or they have to go and do a savage sort of two year kind of regard to try and get back onto where they were. With her, it's actually it just made her career go through the roof, sort of of how how she picked up that gimmick. So the reaction she got, do you think? She's going to be like a tweenery. I think she's still going to be full on heel. She got a big, I heard she got a big pop. Well, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's what AEW kind of want to do because, you know, we get this quite a lot with, well, again, it's become quite, sort of the last 10 years, it's become quite, well, even in fact, going last 15 years of when you're sort of two, two like sets of the crowd are chanting for the baby face and then the other sets chanting for the heel. Um, and I know it, we usually get that we've got that a lot of various promotions. Um, I've certainly had it at most uh, most shows I've been to uh, in, in the United Kingdom as well. Um, and I think then it's just up to the well, up to the bookers of how what they do. Do they? I think you have a few options. One, you could do the completely ignore it altogether card, which I don't think is the right way to go. Or no. do you listen to your audience and then slowly work out how can we turn her face? I think that would be the one they need to go down. I think clearly she's always had positive. Well, everyone knows she's had positive feedback from everyone since that injury. But yeah, here in the crowds of Let's Go Shida, DMD, I think. And I think um, the hug with Tony Schiavone after, who's obviously a very lovable, <laughs> lovable commentator. It, just, it all just screamed baby face, didn't it? So I, I think they're going to have to make some decisions between now and all out of what they do with her. But I, I think, yeah, the, the turn baby face, I think is the, yeah, is the route they probably need to go down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I can see, I can see it being, I always compare it to Steve Austin, but just being, she can keep the same the same character, but just have her face and heels. Oh, you could argue, uh, argue it could even be even better against heels. To be fair, <laughs> maybe likes dentists. Oh, I've been a dentist since two thousand and two, because <laughs> I don't like Jeez. <laughs> my teeth have been fine. <laughs> Twenty thirteen for me, so I probably do need to go see. I, well, I, 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 I do mine too. Brush them twice a day. <laughs> yeah, my teeth are fine. <laughs> When I, when I first moved out, I just never signed up anywhere. Say about, yeah, no, I'll quickly just say about the Miro um, Archer. Um, yeah, no, really enjoyed this. I think it was always going to be, um, obviously, two big lads just going at it, which I think it's always, you always have to kind of get a sort of a match like that on a, on a, on a big card. I think it's always good doing that. Mm-hmm. I think with this one, it was always going to be a bit risky of who to go over. And sadly, I think Miro had to kind of win, but now it's another L to Lance Archer another defeat I think they need to be careful of how they can try and give him some wins back but um, yeah shout out for comedy moment of the night of Miro just chucking the snake back up the um, round <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then sure I did not was, there was no snake in there it was, it was just no no it, when Earthquake jumped on the snake back in the late 80s early 90s the, the snake I'm doing it in verse quote it was tights versus tight stuff with sausage meat that he jumped up. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be something similar to that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure we were saying it at the time, me and my mate watching it, I'm sure it's not a snake because they might have a few complaints from various people around the world. But uh, yeah, it was there was a really good spot here as well when there was, I think it was, was it Archer that got thrown into the air, yeah, like Archer through or got thrown into the crowd 
that was um, a really nice little spot. So no, there was um, it was a it was good. I think this match as well, along with Britt Baker winning, I think yeah, this match kind of I think this match was helped because I think Britt Baker winning got the crowd going again, and this fell shortly after yeah. and kept the crowd sort of moving at a nice pace as well. Yeah, as I said at the beginning, I think they just they just they got they made it so the crowd will pop over. They just got the crowd favourites to win nearly every match. <laughs> right, then we had Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Darby Allen and Sting. How amazing does Sting look? He didn't oh. wear a t-shirt. It's uh, awesome. I thought it was going to be a, a usual wear a t-shirt, do as many, do as least bumps as possible. He took he took a suplex to the ramp. <laughs> We're we, 62. <laughs> we literally, I think there's it, all the all the emotions kind of of this. I think this was unexpected, fantastic match of the um, of the night. Um, it was probably my third favourite. To be fair, I think we all, everyone loves Sting. He's a legend. Uh, but like we've seen with with WWE using legends over the years, like there's times where you're watching him, but you're also at the same time like, oh, well, in fact, last time when Sting wrestled against Seth, you 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 enjoy them, but you're also like at the same time going, oh no, I don't want to watch my my childhood heroes get hurt, <laughs> and mm. that's naturally what happens with with old age. Sixty two though, and he looked phenomenal. It was, and that's not even a way to try and like exaggerate it, just because he is a legend. He, he looked. Ill. You're phenomenal for a forty-two-year-old. I'm thinking that, and he's well, obviously he's in better shape than me. But it's like, last look at him again. I wish I had a body with him. But yeah, just, it was just. I, I like the way uh, at the at the last pay-per-view he had Allen face paints, and at this one Darby Allen had Sting face paints. So it kind of really well, I thought. And, oh, yeah. and uh, Ethan Page throwing Darby Allen. From the ring into his brothers in the first round. I was like, ah! Um, Darby Allen, he, he's, he's just such a lunatic, isn't he? How many spots he will take. I love Darby Allen. And, uh, but I think I thought everyone in this moment, not just to put all the credit on Sting, but I think I think Sky and and Page were brilliant. As you say, Page, I think mm. uh, he's going to go on to be a, a, a real great hit, well, really fantastic heel worker in the company, um, as will Sky. Uh, and I thought, yeah, the, I think the build to this has been very good and I'm really, really enjoying Derby and Sting and I think, yeah, I've got hopes now for Derby and Sting versus the Young Bucks potentially. I think that could, that really could work uh, given that we've seen, well, we've seen Sting, how good he was in this match. Imagine he's working with the best tag team in the world. It'll be, um, I thought, oh, yeah, all I can say is strap me in for that. I think as well, uh, why this worked so well with again, you say with with Sting just taking the uh, show, but we've seen as well with um, we'll go back to a WWE match which was great was when Undertaker teamed with Roman Reigns a couple of years ago against Shane and and um, Shane and Drew again. How great that match was! How fantastic was to see the Undertaker back again, looking good. I think yeah, Graveyard Dogs was it? That's it. Yeah, you put them in a put them in a tag, put them as a um, put the put the legends in a tag match, and they seem to be doing great and uh i'm not saying now they need to get too carried away with this uh with having sting wrestle certainly not wrestling singles matches and stuff on on the show but again it was just great having a live crowd there seeing sting wrestle it was just yeah fantastic and i'm, I'm really glad it went as well because i must admit this match i wasn't it certainly wasn't my list to be excited for but as i say it came away of being an, one of as i say the unexpected match of the night almost triple h started trading after this match as well because it's just, uh, yeah, how poorly um, WWE books Sting oh, and lose oh. to Triple H. So it was, as everyone going, this is how you book Sting, Triple H. So Triple H started trading after this match. Trending again, yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that they're doing it perfectly. Darby Allen's getting the rub off Sting. Sting is doing brilliantly. He's got, he's got a role. It doesn't, it's not exposing his weaknesses in any way. He comes in and does what he does. He's like, yeah, I just can't believe how good he looked. I was, yeah, I was expecting just him to wear a t-shirt the whole match. But yeah, he looked amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I could say, I could say, I could, I could be fun. I could, I could say, uh, Darby Allen's thing, Young Bucks. I mean, it, it may not, it not even be a few, just be a, a one-off. Yeah, one-off. Uh, a dynamite or a few would be cool, I think. 
I think a few could definitely work. Um, even like if you just do the few doctors, you say one of the, cause I know now they, they usually put a, they'll probably put a special uh, dynamite on between now and a, a face fest. Yeah. yeah it's early, early August usually. Yeah, I think so. Late July, early August, one of the two, isn't it? Early August. But they've they've got Fighter Fest, and I think they've also got uh, well, because Fighter Fest apparently was supposed to be in the um, UK last year. Um, oh wow! Uh, yeah, apparently. Cause I know a GoGo said they were doing it over here, but then yeah, I think a follow up. Someone said, someone else said that yeah, apparently it was supposed to be Fighter Fest was supposed to be the the UK show. It was going to be like a big dynamite. So um, oh, that would have been great. But uh, no, it will be. Um, I think, yeah, you know, they do do it as a feud up to, like, say, the big show. Um, not, yeah, I think I think it could certainly work. I was just saying, if they wanted to do, like, a AEW versus the being elite, if they wanted a fight to the fest, maybe do, like, a five-on-five, it could be Omega, Callum, and Anderson, and the Young Bucks versus Sting, Darby, Allen, Page, Orange Cassidy, and somebody else, maybe, yeah. Death Triangle, you could probably put in there. As I say, as I said, put Pack in maybe. Because he didn't like Kenny Omega. But I could be a, a fun way of thing involved in a main event without having him potentially winning titles. Yeah, I guess the same. Again, there's loads of options. Oh, yeah, where you can that's, go. Where you put, that's where you get, that's where you put Cody in, and then he turns his back on AEW and joins the elite. Oh yeah, it's complete. <laughs> Is that that could that that could be the one? Then. Possibly be the, and it's not the greatest triple threat match of all time, but it, was, it must be up there. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, AEW will title match Kenny Omega versus Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Oh, I don't know where to start in this match. It's just so good. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Definitely, this was my match of the night, um, yes. and this and this got me. This confirmed that this was my pay per view of the year as well. Um, really just fantastic storyline telling throughout just a really 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 enjoyable wrestling match it just felt uh, it, I think the only, the only thing I, I guess was the disappointment was the fact it didn't end the show but um, I, th- I think yeah we've already established kind of the reasons why it didn't end the show but um, mm-hmm. just just really really great from all three men I think Omega we know how great Omega is Pac we know how great he is Cassidy proved he is a main eventer, in my opinion. He's so over. He's probably well, he's my favorite wrestler. I'm just going to be a bit biased because he is my favorite wrestler out there. Yeah, but my kid, my kid's favorite wrestler, uh, number number one on Isaac's birthday list. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> he wants. <laughs> I might have to put him on one of my birthday lists. It was only in a few weeks' time, so. Um, I think he's only twenty quid in Smiths. I might up a t-shirt I want to get an Orange Cassidy t-shirt I haven't bought some wrestling merch for a while so yeah I've got my I've got my own a t-shirt for cast or even a, potentially a poster even for my room because I feel like my, my room's a bit a bit a bit dry on the walls so um, <laughs> but yeah no he's um, he, he just did I think he just did everything kind of right like Cassidy, I just loved as well and the, uh, the in the build up when they're doing the the free when they went to the free um, pictures of them warming up sort of thing. Uh, you had obviously Omega warming up with with the brothers and the with the good brothers in the uh, in the background. Pack warming up doing a routine. Cassidy just sitting there with his arms folded on the chair, <laughs> glasses on, just fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I think if you had said to someone from was it. Yeah, well, two years ago, the, the double on, I think, when he had that battle with Scott Tommy Dreamer in the Casino Battle Royal, I think if you had said, oh, this guy's going to be main event in two years' time, you'd have probably told them they're insane and it would just be the joke I, gimmick. I, I, but... I, thought, I thought it was, so, it was going to be a short-term gimmick as well. I wouldn't have thought it would be yeah. a long-term. So I, think that, I thought I think this, was, this, was, this, is a, this is an indie gimmick and it doesn't won't work on TV. Again, it's, it's a gimmick you, you see every couple of months. If you see it like four or five times a year, you think it's amazing, but if you see it four times, times a month <laughs> it gets dry pretty but yeah he's he's evolved and he's yeah he's made it fit for tv it's brilliant he has and i think him i think work, working with best friends as well is a is a stroke of genius as well uh which they've made they've they've, they've used they've worked that to a t as well but, but um but yeah just the, the whole match about this and he, the way he sold as well not winning as well with, I just thought they got everybody like, I, like, I just love like a bit of I think a bit of shenanigans is fine here and then if you do it every match of a card or every 
probably yeah, it's not going to work. But the fact that you do it every once in a while really does help. And I think I just love the Callis dragging the the ref out. Um, again, some, not one of the biggest heel, beat not the biggest one of the heels in the in the whole industry at the moment. And then yeah, I, and then obviously with the whole belts as well, <laughs> picking up oh, the four yeah. belts. Have you still kicked out? <laughs> I spoke in the head four times. He's still kicked out, you beast. Um, there was a gaff from Jim Ross saying that Pac was from Wales. Oh, the Newcastle fans won't like that, or anyone from. The, yeah. But we've got two proud Geordies on our, on BBG Wrestling. I'm sure they won't like that. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know where have you got that from. He's from Wales. He just told you he's from Newcastle on time, England, two minutes before this. <laughs> Oh, I have seen comparisons between this triple threat and the WrestleMania triple threat that the WrestleMania triple threat wasn't as predictable as this match. But I'm thinking this was a better match, and it made me, even though I knew there was no Kenny wasn't going to lose, there's still moments in it where I thought he was. <laughs> well, the difference we was, yeah. The, the, the difference is. I was actually invested in this match. I actually cared about this match rather than the rest of the match. I couldn't give a toss in the grand scheme of things who actually won. Um, and yeah, I know you can say, so yeah, it was a bit unpredictable. No one really knew which way it was going to go at Mania, but at the same time, it was more, I couldn't give a crap which way it went in the end. Whereas this match, I really, I, I, this match, I said, like I said to my mate before it began, I was like, well, the good thing about this is I'm going to be happy either way. Either way, I'm not yeah. going to disagree of who wins. I think Pacquiao will be class. You can't argue that Pac's not a main eventer. Omega winning, or it keeps the Omega is the best wrestler, but it keeps the storyline talk uh, going really well. Cassidy wins. It's well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. <laughs> I think I might be uncontrollably drunk. How happy I'm going to be. So yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. I think that's the difference. I know it sounds a bit negative there on WWE sense, but that, that's literally how. Uh, yeah, the difference between me and that WrestleMania. I saw the comparison as well on Twitter and. I wanted to start arguing, but I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> this, this had, it had me the whole time. I was like, now, even when it finished, I was like, oh, that can't be the end. That's the reverse crucifix. No. <laughs> it's um, it was just how pissed off they both looked in the ring as well. Really selling. I know, I know it's a, I know it's a, a basic, but selling like the defeats as well, I think really does sort of just add to that match as well. Like, and then with them walking off with the, obviously with the young bucks and the, and the good brothers. Yeah. It just made me, it, again, it's a great reaction that you really just hate them. Like, um, <laughs> whilst, yeah. So I think, I think they, they, yeah, they, they are absolute bastards who you, you hate. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the main events, um, in a circle, this is the pinnacle in a stamp stadium stampede match. Um, I don't know whether I enjoyed this, to be honest. I thought it was a bit long, and it wasn't as innovative as the first one. It wasn't as many fun spots. I think they went for lots of goofy spots, but I don't think the goofy spots were funny. I don't think it came off. And I, I knew it was going to be hard going from how brutal the Blood and Guts match, what did you do next with them, but I don't think this was right. This was it. And if it's going to be your first show back with crowd, having your main events be a pre, pre-taped, mainly on the screens, just doesn't sit, sit right for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I think. This is where they got, in hindsight, this probably should have actually opened the show. Um, well, just I know be that, a whole dynamite of it. Just yeah, or even do it on a diet. Yeah, I, I don't. It shouldn't have probably made it. I think. Yeah, they, they certainly shouldn't have made events, given how good the previous triple threat match was as well. And I'm always a big fan, regardless. I think the belt should always main event. I know last year was a bit different because uh, we were in that well, the weird times where the cinematic matches were kind of um, well, were the thing of the COVID era sort of thing. So um, it didn't really make any odds to to people if, if that main evented. But with yeah, with this, I just yeah, I don't, I I think it just didn't need some main events. You know, while they've done it, they've obviously wanted the feel good moment of the the crowd to be singing Judas, which I get. But um, that that I mean, I don't think the crowd would have really. I think even if they had them come out at the at the start of the show here in the song, it would have it have made a good start to the show. I, just, I think yeah, it didn't need some main events. Um, but in terms of positive, glad that they gave the win to um to Sammy Kavara. Uh, which yeah, 
I think this adds to the story on so well, given the fact that he was the one who well kind of threw the what the the uh, threw the towel in at the at the last show at Blood and Guts when to stop him Jeffro and Jericho off. So great that he got the win. Uh, obviously levels it up at one 0 and I think yeah the intrigue is where they do go from here sort of thing. But uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, so Sammy gets his redemption story, which is brilliant for this. I think I do agree it was the right call, but that, that also sets up Jericho versus MJF as a singles match in the future because they haven't beat each other really. And so, um, yeah, and Sammy's like one of the brightest stars, and it's, he's just waiting to break out. So it was a great moment for him, and that was quite a fun little back and throw him and you know, Sean Spears had. And I think that's the that's that bit. No, there's, there's another live bit where Jericho and MJF were in the crowd as well. When they got back to the ring, I was like, can they pin in this ring or do they have to pin in the field ring? I saw a ring in the field. If they can ring it, yeah, I did, think, I, I did think that, yeah. So, so I said, can they pin in this ring? Because <laughs> I'm sure there's a ring in the field that they said it has to be the pin in. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, yeah. I'd, I'd say, uh, there, was, uh, there was a bit in the middle where... Um, Sean Spears was sitting in a room surrounded by chairs and it had a single spotlight on him. It looked like he was going to break out into song. Then <laughs> 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 there's, when they're fight, fighting in the, walk into the coach's room, the coaches start handing him weapons, that, that, MF, and then he just happens to open a cupboard and his bat's in there, so he batters him with his bat, as it just happens to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so something's just a bit contrived. And yeah, and the way they all just split off into their fuse. There's no interaction between anybody else. It was a bit like, uh, and I think it could have been 20 minutes long. It didn't need to be 35 minutes long. Well, 35 minutes of brawling is a bit. Uh, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't as good as last year's. Well, I think it was always going to be quite difficult. So. It was a suplex Samigarara all the way up the field. <laughs> and then they had the, the pool of re- reincarnation. They had loads of cool uh, Hager and Page in the bar. Yeah, they had a horse. <laughs> oh, yeah, the horse. The horse. Jericho doing the uh, punching the mascot. Some quite stupid because she didn't get the pin or something. I can't remember what it was. And yeah, they put they did the line thing over somebody. Yeah, yeah. they seem to do all yeah blow all their load on last year. They just didn't have they didn't quite know what to do this year. I think maybe they might want to park stadium stampede. I think. Um, I think yeah, it's good having a hardcore match that goes all over the arena, but. Um, yeah, I just think Stadium Stampede, I think, should kind of belong in the COVID kind of era now that we're, well, touch wood, we are heading out of it. Um, I just don't think we kind of need it going forward. Yeah, I've just, yeah I'm, I'm just I'm just stuck on the, you have all these fans and you're making them watch the screen as you made it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I've, heard, I've, heard, I've not heard like people in the stadium complaining, really. But it just, yeah. If I went to my first show and I had to sit there and watch the screen for 30 minutes, I'd be like, <laughs> what was your thoughts on the show overall? My pay-per-view of the year. I think, I know it's easy to yeah. say given we've just had, or given we've got a, a, a live crowd in there, which I think was the main fact. But I think the fact that as well, I stayed up to watch it and it just, it, there was no other point where I was like, <sighs> like yawning, like thinking when, usually when you stay up and watch short shows, I know you, it does get to that point where you're like, oh, I wanted to just hurry up so I can go to bed. But, um, I didn't, it just kind of did just flew, flow by. Um, so yeah, my, my pay per view of the year. And, um, I know you had to argue with the ones we've reviewed. There's not, not much competition of some of the ones we've seen, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I just think, yeah, this, this is pretty up there. I think it overtakes the, the last takeover or the takeover before Stan deliver Vengeance Day. I think, yeah, this was yeah. my, but yeah, this was my pay for the year. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree, even though I didn't really enjoy the, the main events or the Cody match. I think. The rest of it was well three star, three and a half star plus matches. Yeah, I think the world title matches. If it doesn't get five stars by Meltzer, I don't know what sort of. But hmm. I love the Sting, Sting match. Um, the Casino Battle Royal is probably the best one done. I think. I think the, the, the slowly and surely sorting out the format. Um, I thought it was very attitudey booking because I think every match had some sort of. Running all <laughs> into things. Yeah, I, I think every match helped the storyline as well. Like you look at yeah. um, the first match, well, K, it sort of uh, adds seeds to Cage turning face, 
Page getting the wins and go back towards well to, to continue his, his whole redemption. Uh, you've obviously got yeah the the young bucks are still are still firm heels. They're going to go. What's next for Moxley and Kingston? There's yeah I think everywhere kind of does have a, a different route going for all the everywhere kind of has somewhere it's going to go. There's not matches that you feel like you're a bit well either like a. a sort of like you're, you just feel like you're stuck in the middle of them and you're going to probably end up seeing a repeat match there's none of that or anything like that it does all feel very sort of fresh and and general excitement of where they're going to go up until the next pay-per-view in a few more in a few months time yeah the next few I know it seems the matches announced have been pretty cool that's got um, Death Triangle versus the Young Bucks this week Ooh, um, they've got the oh who else was I think Britt Baker celebrations this week. Um, yes. I know in two weeks it's Omega against um, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Yeah, there was, I know there, I know yeah, there was another basically. match announced as well, but I think <laughs> Dustin, Dustin Rhodes versus Nick 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 Cable. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his surname. Looks like this is setting up a maybe a Christian Cage powerhouse Hobbs feud from what I saw in the Battle Royal. So if you have Hangman Page and Brian Cage and Christine Cage <laughs> versus yeah. Taz that could be from six man. Yeah, well you got yeah, Hobbs Starks and I suppose Hook. Yeah, unless they brought somebody else in. So <laughs> Oh I did I did look I don't have another going back, but my my favourite Taz quote of the evening was when the Brian Cage was gonna go for the book book the book Lariat bookshot Lariat, he goes, We didn't plan for this. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he just done an avalanche for F5 off the top rope and he only got two, so he might as well go for his the other guy's finisher. <laughs> we didn't plan for this. <laughs> Sounds is great. Yeah, I thought all the guest commentators were great on the show as well. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. agree with that. Uh, it was good because everyone thought Big Show was going to potentially, or Paul White, sorry, was going to be the, the wild card. Or Joker. We described him as a battle royal expert, but I can't even think of him winning one battle royal ever. I don't know. I think he I'm might have won him. one of the war in WCW, one of the war, uh, world wars. But was it NWWE? One, one of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royals is the only one I can think of him winning. I like, know he came second in the Royal Rumble a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, too bad, yeah. I can't think of any other ones he's won. I don't know if he's one of any on SmackDown yeah. or Raw or something. Yeah, one, some, maybe some TV ones, but I can't think. Yeah, but uh, we haven't mentioned um, Mark Henry joining the company <laughs> yeah. as an analyst stroke coach. So that's quite shocking considering he's he only recently gone in. Was it last year or the year before he went in? It's 19 he went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it was, it was recent. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit of a, a, bit of a surprise. Um, I, I thought he actually worked for NXT as well as a coach. So, um, Clearly not, but um, yeah, no, um, I think it's a well, another reasonably good signing. I know they're the you'll get the the morons out there who go, well, he's going to uh, what, what, why he's why the WWE doing why AEW doing this when WWE signed legends they they get accused of all sorts. But again, I think he's not going like we're seeing big, but we're seeing big show. He's not going to be resting on dynamite each or if if at all, he's literally going to be there as a as his as it says in the name analyst or and I suppose a bit yeah, of coaching. They- He's gonna be. He's gonna be a play-by-play analyst on the new show Rampage, which I think starts in August. Yeah, August fourteenth or thirteenth. Yeah, right, man. So that should be interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you need a spare guy to throw in a, a, a battle royal. He's a great guy to have. So. Definitely. <laughs> now a welcomed addition. Yeah. Said he's he's not he's got gonna be winning world titles he's gonna be they're not gonna do a Goldberg he's not gonna be beating Kenny Omega in two seconds no yeah so. <laughs> well no one anyone who watches so. AW will know that's not the case as well no, no one's know that's gonna happen so no he's, I think yeah he's great 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 mind to have backstage and I've never really heard him commentate but I'm sure he'll like it. Because the big show surprised me how good he's been commentating. Yeah, I think, yeah great signing, great, great mind to have in the back. Great, great for coaching. Great, I'm sure he'd be a good play-by-play co- uh, analyst. So should be fun. So, all right, should we finish there? 
Uh, yes, mate. Yep, absolutely fine. <laughs> Alright, so BBG Wrestling now has a Wrestling 2 store. Currently we have two designs, BBG Wrestling logo and the Grapple Arcade, so the link will be in the description. Uh, check out our sponsor today, Boosh. Link in the description. And yeah, as always, plenty of interviews coming in the next couple of weeks. Follow us on Twitter at BBG Wrestling. Check out our website, bbgwrestling.com and we'll see you next week, which I'm guessing we're doing a NXT TakeOver in your house preview, but I'm not sure what else we're going to do. But I'm sure we'll do we'll something for we'll, we'll come out of a We'll come out of a fun show, for sure. Yes, definitely. This Friday, I'm releasing an interview with um, Lights Out, Danny Reed, which is a lot of fun. He's a really fun guy to talk to, so check that out on Friday. And yeah, and the Todd Pesson Guild interview is up ahead of um, TakeOver. And yeah, that's a lot, a lot of fun. Him, him and Pablo have good banter. I mean, it's really funny. So, I ch- I, yeah, go check that out as well. And, yeah, so good night. Good night.